0: all right welcome back to just car guys the show where me and my dad talk about the latest car news and car stories from this week we got some pretty cool ones today starting off here we have an interesting patent coming from rivian so rivian has filed a patent for yet another turning maneuver the first one of the two was actually what they called the tank turn this is really cool so it allowed the ev to spin in place using the four motors spinning in opposite directions and effectively turning it on like tank treads. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. So, but this feature can get it stuck and kind of dig it down in like loose surfaces like sand and soft dirt and stuff like that. They're now patenting a new feature called the K-turn which allows one wheel to remain stationary with the rest of the vehicle pivoting around it significantly reducing (laughs) the turning radius. Now that might sound familiar to you this is actually a feature that is similar to what the Ford Bronco has called trail turn assist when at low speeds the inside rear wheel is locked and the car pivots around. It's shortening turning radius by up to 40%.
1: Pretty cool feature there. That's a good I idea. I think that's awesome. You might as well use all of the different, you know, if, if you're going to have a different motor on each wheel, you oh, might as well use those independently. Yeah, so 100%. Yeah, I agree. It makes, makes
0: a- Another thing with Rivian is that they've also announced that the deliveries for the R1T pickup truck are delayed again until September of 2021 next up here this might upset some of you but ford has discontinued the power stroke v6 diesel option in its f-150 pickup truck a ford representative said the decision was made because our customers overwhelmingly order our ecoboost v6 gasoline engines instead This was the least powerful engine in the lineup, but it did have 440 foot-pounds of torque. So people who are still interested in towing capabilities, Ford has recommended customers opt for the Power Boost, which is their 3.5 liter V6, pushing 430 horsepower and 570 pound-feet of torque. But of course, it's more expensive.
1: See, I I really thought they were going to do something different with their diesel engine. The small one that that you're talking about, like maybe have offerings in some of their other smaller platforms yeah know? i agree because that's a kind of an untapped market with the smaller diesels but you can get a lot of power out of those things oh yeah and they're very efficient and they run forever but uh <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah interesting yeah, very interesting so next here the hyundai veloster is dead except for the cool one which is the veloster n they discontinued everything else except they left this beautiful oh, yeah, hot why not? hatch And so keep in mind this awesome little hatch is pretty sweet and comes with a 275 horsepower two liter four cylinder that you can get with a six speed manual transmission or a eight speed dual clutch transmission and a hyundai spokesperson announced that the reasoning behind this is pure market demand so hopefully the Veloster end sticks around for a little while longer this thing's cool you know i've never
1: actually been in one or i really one want or to or anything, but uh yeah i would i would like to
0: they're awesome little things. i don't know I'll there's something about
1: hot hatches i really like hot hey I'm, I'm glad hyundai's staying in the game
0: with it oh agreed 100 like you know, i mean they got rid of everything else and just kept that for us enthusiasts there. It's,
1: it's interesting because they have been they've been up in their game on on several things their interiors
0: and that kind of stuff right oh but, yeah
1: but then they still dabble in the sport market right yeah which yeah you
0: have to add a little something there good for, for the them enthusiasts so um next here of course we have more news from hyundai the 2022 hyundai santa cruz starts at just $25,175 for the base se model so this now does make it more expensive than the ford maverick a couple thousand dollars more but it has more features such as 18 inch wheels many driver assist features and a remote opening tailgate i'm not sure how i feel about the front end on this thing I don't it's, know about um, the looks. They're pretty creative. Creative, yeah, we'll say I, that. I, there's a certain market that
1: they're looking for. I don't yeah. know. It's necessarily the truck market. <laughs> <Probably> <laughs> you know, I think, I think, I think it, they're looking at folks that maybe aren't normally well, truck people. And, just, it's
0: and, a truck for people who aren't truck people is Yeah, what it is. Yeah. It's the city so truck.
1: Maybe, maybe they'll get some action of that potentially.
0: But I mean that that bed. I mean, that's what the Ford Mavic really appears is to too.
1: be barely usable. Like that looks like a pretty small bed. So I'd I'd be curious to see how how much you can actually put in the
0: thing. Agreed. So this also comes with a 2.5 liter inline four engine and an eight speed automatic transmission, as well as well as front wheel drive. All wheel drive is a fifteen hundred dollar options for this thing, and from there the top end option has a more powerful turbocharged engine and all wheel drive, which starts at forty thousand four hundred fifty five. Oh, that's a decent-sized price tag
1: for the thing. Yeah,
0: that's quite the jump. Well, I mean, it starts at twenty-five. Yeah, but still, i just which just is also to- like wow, that's pretty cheap for a. I mean, entry-level. If it if yeah. that as, I should have put a picture of the rear in this thing. But if I mean, if there's a decent amount of bed space that ain't bad yeah i mean and obviously
1: you're not gonna get a ton of bed space because it's a small pickup right well, yeah. so you know for somebody needs to haul some stuff usable. around and you don't yeah. want to put it in your carpeted suv right and <laughs> yeah. that makes sense
0: <laughs> So now switching from Hyundai, we go over to some infinity news. And this is something I'm actually excited about because I particularly n- never like seeing the old model on the road. But the 2022 infinity QX60 has received a significant price increase from two th- uh, of 2500 from the 2020 model, bringing the total cost for a base model to forty seven thousand eight hundred seventy five. But with this more expensive price, the new QX60 does look significantly better and comes with many improvements in powertrain design and features. This looks way better than the last one. Yeah, it's pretty good looking. It, it's really not for a large I like SUV, what they've I done like with it. the two-tone as well. With the they different did, color top. I like, like that. it. That's, yeah. And I like what they did with the radar. They didn't make like a big oh, opening yeah, gotcha. around it. It uh-huh. looks a lot more integrated. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So all versions of the SUV come with their 295 horsepower, 3.5 liter V6 front wheel drive and a nine speed automatic transmission. All wheel drive is a option on all trim levels, but price varies from 2000 to $2,900. The base trim is called pure and they go up to Lux sensory and autograph. Autograph total totaling $61,375. So quite the price tag on this thing. I really like what they've done with the rear end compared they, they to that really, previous model. Yeah, they really looks, bumped it up. That, yeah, that was significantly better. And check out this interior. That's beautiful. That's fantastic.
1: That looks so comfortable. Well, you know my feeling about the screen, but outside of that, <laughs> you know, I mean that. that so it, it does look pretty good. This
0: is a trend I've been noticing. What are you? Th- what do you think about the integrated air vents? I like it. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I like I like just how it looks. They look a lot more recessed nice and, and kind of part of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I agree. Also, I like their I like their trim names. Yeah, it's very it's got a premium feel to it. Pure Lux, Sensory, and Autograph. I, I don't mean, know about the Autograph. It's yeah, that that doesn't make odd. sense. There must be something that else to it. Fit, that I just don't know enough about, but. So as far as features go, you can assume this thing is loaded with the Lux bringing 20 inch wheels, driver assist navigation, and cooled front seats, which I love cooled front seats. If you never experienced that, you have to. Especially on the leather like that. Oh, yeah. It's Mm -hmm. so good. And And the sensory trim introduces massaging seats, heated second row seats, and more, and of course, more awesome features as you go through the trim levels. So, I mean, for the pricing some pretty nice features yeah like those those are and that's not even the top of the line and you're already getting into massaging seats that are cooled and stuff like that we it's are talking crazy. about
1: infinity here though like it
0: you know well yeah but it's, in, you know. it's not porsche or something like that it's yeah. infinity
1: still yeah yeah that i mean good for them i i i don't I personally don't get the massaging seats in the car. Maybe in the I've back never seat, had in the it. Back seat Have something? you actually tried no, but... it? No, I ha- but I don't
0: That's the thing. Yeah, you gotta try I've, it. I've been I in vehicles where
1: the seat vibrates when you're like well, that's dumb. for for like the lane, the, the lane assist. <laughs> I know I'm making a lot of noise <laughs> with hitting the table. Um like if you if you start encroaching on the
0: on the line or something. Oh, is that which one is that? Whatever, is that the, but... the Cadillac? Yeah. The Escalade, that freaked yeah. me out. I was driving one through a car wash for work and it started Freaking! What's going on? So, so in a similar fashion, like I'm sure it doesn't have like the kneading,
1: like it's digging in your back. It's probably some sort of vibration, and I don't know if that's that pleasant.
0: Like, well, I doubt it. Driving. I mean, I gotta try. I I mean, we got but I think we should still try it. Maybe I think it'd be awesome. So next. There is a new Porsche tuner on the block, and their car is pretty insane. This thing is wild. See. So the original Gambala tuning company was sold and still exists, but there is a new company named after you, Gambala's son, Mark Philip Gimbala. Mark Philip Gambala's first product is this insane desert-set Porsche based off the Porsche 992 911 Turbo S car called the Marcion. This thing is wild. So the bodywork is made of carbon fiber and features a slight design change with larger vents and a huge rear wing, as you can see there. In this vehicle, you can get one of two versions of the Turbo S's flat six engine, which has been tuned by Ruff, which is so cool. And one of them comes with 740 horsepower and 685 pound feet of torque. And the other with 818 horsepower. That thing is awesome. It's crazy. I
1: kind of like, I like the way the wing is, is integrated, but it's, it's cool. It's, yeah. Attached on the end.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: So with it's a departure from Porsche, but you can still see it's got the bones. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's good.
0: It's, it's yeah. got a little nine, five, nine in it. Right. Yeah. So with that also you get of course adaptive dampers the car also gets a hydraulic ride height adjustment system with which claims it can increase ground clearance from the standard 4.7 inches to 9.8 inches
1: again reminiscent of didn't the 959 have adjustable suspension i feel like it maybe did i think
0: it did it's so cool. The company claims the Porsche can go from 0 to 60 miles per hour in just 2.6 seconds on road tires. And the company will produce just 40 of these cars with a insane price tag of $583,000 for the conversion. So you still you have, have to buy, to buy a, a 911 Turbo <laughs> S for $200,000. Right. $200, yeah. That's crazy to me. It That's wow. a lot of money wow i don't i don't know if it's worth it for that much money check out this interior that's cool it's pretty so they they just totally
1: got the thing huh yeah kind of kind of yeah kind of there's some things that are they keep the
0: interior from something really cool we go to something kind of boring jeep has revealed the new and improved compass so the 2022 jeep compass gets a mid-cycle design update the exterior sees a few changes like an altered front end with smaller headlights a larger lower grille thinner grille slats and new taillights the 2.4-liter inline four engine stays, of course, available with front-wheel drive or all-wheel drive, and the biggest changes are being made to the interior and technology options. Now, with the option of a 10.1-inch infotainment screen, which this interior looks fantastic. It's a in step my up opinion. for for Jeep, for sure. Yeah. Looks good.
1: I kind of like what they did with the front end too. I it's, it looks better. A, a it looks nice a lot better. Evolution of what was it's there. It's basically
0: yeah. a smaller Cherokee is what it looks like now. Yeah, yeah. which. Why, why which, yeah, I love the <laughs> chair. I, I don't have any problem with that. The um, the interior, as we can see, sees a major improvement, favoring leather over plastic on the dashboard and certain trim pieces, giving it a much more premium look, which I think, I mean, Jeep, what they've been doing lately, they've really been transforming what game. they do. Yeah. It looks good. There's also a new trim being added to the lineup, so it's got the Sport, Latitude, Latitude Luxe, Limited and trailhawk prices start at $26,490 for the front wheel drive Jeep Compass Sport and go all the way up to $33,090 for the Trailhawk. See, I I told you and I don't know
1: that it's it's a direct um correlation here, but it is a good thing if Ford brings out a Bronco. And there's a Bronco Sport that's basically a compass, right? Yeah. It's good because Jeep needs some competition. They need reasons to get oh, hungry 100%. and yeah. do things uh, more creatively. And I, yeah, I agree. so
0: which is, I mean, maybe we're seeing some of that already. We've, but they've even been being pushed other way. I mean, the Grand Wagoneer is like a luxury SUV that from Jeep. Yeah. It's crazy. Good for them. I, yeah, I'm all for it. I, I'm liking what they're putting out lately, for sure so next here we have the first high performance n model sedan from hyundai introducing the 2022 hyundai elantra n this sedan comes with a two turbocharged two liter four-cylinder-ish engine pushing 286 horsepower and has hyundai's n-grin shift overboost function only available with the dual clutch option That which This is kind of cool, so the overboost provides 10 extra horsepower for 20 seconds and is initiated from a button on the steering wheel. I don't really know, I mean, 10 extra horsepower, I don't know how much that's going to help, but I still think it's pretty cool. Enthusiasts will also be glad because you can get this with a 6-speed manual or a 8-speed dual-clutch transmission. And the Hyundai also claims with the DCT and launch control, the sedan goes from 0 to 60 in 5.3 seconds.
1: That is interesting. They're going to keep a, a stick in, in yeah. a Mantra. It's like, cool. Yeah. yeah. The The back's the, not bad. I'm not, not the I'm not biggest fan of the front. Of yeah. the front but I'm with you on that. It's not really yeah. like the front at all. Interesting. The back's not horrible. But, like I said, they're getting creative. Oh, I then look mean, at the interior. I kind of like the fact that they're bringing out this, you know, just developing the N
0: package. Oh, yeah, I agree. Know? They're trying yeah. to build their own little sub-brand yeah. sports uh-huh. division there. I like, I like the interior. It's not bad. So the Elantra N is expected to arrive in the U.S. by the end of the year or early next year and start around $30,000.
1: See, I do. Year. I would say that they've done a better job of integrating the screen like that's as yeah. a large screen, but it still looks like it's not just like stuck on. No, there. Yeah, I agree.
0: So next is some great news about another incredible enthusiast car, and this is exciting. Introducing the 2022 Volkswagen Golf R and its return to the U.S. market nice. after two years. The redesigned hot hatch comes with a turbocharged 2-liter engine producing 315 horsepower and sends it to and sends it to all wheels unless otherwise selected with the car's drift mode nice so cool so the car comes with all the interior niceties as you would expect and comes with a standard six speed manual transmission with the seven speed dual clutch available for eight hundred dollars wow that's exciting i'm so glad it's cool they're bringing that back i love the
1: golf r if you don't love the golf r we don't well, love just don't really like cars probably which is fine you don't have to like cars i don't yes, know why you do you, why you'd be watching this or listening yeah. but <laughs> whatever
0: man I, I i like it a lot there's just something about them the They're gtis just, cool. and just... I, don't, I don't even love hatches like that much but these hot hatches are so cool there's just something about them
1: They've got the right balance in that car, though, it's
0: it's just fun oh, to yeah. drive. I mean, it's you've driven one, right? Fun to drive, yeah,
1: yeah, and it's fantastic.
0: Cool. I still need to drive. i have never driven. One. I really want to. So, next here is an absolutely insane new car from Aston Martin. So this is pretty cool. Introducing the Aston Martin Valhalla. Valhalla. Oh yeah, I've the insane it. hypercar boasts an AMG sourced V8 producing. 740 horsepower now that's not all those that's not all the horsepower this car has this is also has a um, plug-in hybrid system electrifying the front axle bringing total horsepower output to 937 horsepower what so the four liter twin turbo v8 itself makes that 740 horsepower and revs to 7200 rpms sending its power to the rear wheels through the eight-speed dual clutch transmission then there are two electric motors fitted to this car one for the front axle and the other assisting the combustion engine in the rear to kind of distribute the power aston has promised a 2.5 second 0 to 60 time a top speed of 217 miles per hour and claims that the car is on track to a 6.30 lap time at the Nürburgring Nordschleife, wow. which would take the current record of the Porsche GT2 RS, which ran a 6.37. It's got more horsepower. But right. for all that performance, pricing has not officially been released, but is rumored to be around $800,000. Wow. So can we just say... I think that is a incredible testament to what Porsche does Oh, it, is yeah. that a car, almost half the price Yeah, is only going to be maybe like if they actually run a 630, they'll be seven seconds slower. That is a lot. That's yeah. a lot of time. Well, if but for that, that, that if amount of money, that kind of
1: lap time—that's that insane. would be a huge leap that in performance. Be, yeah, you know, because they're they're beating each other by tenths of a second. You know, like oh that. yeah, so that would be insane on if the they current actually records, hit that like, lap time. But to your point again, like some of the others that are out there for that type of performance, I mean, two and a half seconds zero to
0: sixty—that's already that's doing what that. the Turbo, Turbo S, S-, S- yeah. is doing, which for is insane. A couple hundred thousand, so and wait check this out you ain't even no, see the best angle of this thing
1: they have done an unbelievable job with the design work oh so fantastic that is it's a work of art actually it it's, is beautiful. It's beautiful yeah yeah i right. love the tailpipes coming out of the um you know, oh yeah a hundred percent center there so cool like a 19. yeah and yeah there is something there is something beautiful
0: like every angle on that car oh it's so cool now oh, notice wow. there is no rear glass, so that is substituted with interior cameras, because mm-hmm. otherwise you can't see anything. Yeah, <laughs> but man, it's, it's too cool. Too bad. I'm sure yeah, the engine's that right that like right there. Nice that to that see the fantastic. engine or
1: something. I know. I agree. But that, yeah, the whole. I, I like all the way around uh, the looks of that car.
0: And last but most definitely not least, F1 has received a redesign. Cool. Uh, F1's main goal for this new car is to reduce the complexity of the car's aerodynamics to prevent what they call dirty air, making it harder for cars behind to pass. So the current ones, they're so aggressive that it makes like the car behind it not perform as well. So the the reasoning behind this is to primarily promote much closer racing. The F1 announced that current cars can lose up to 47% of their downforce when when just one car length behind another, which is crazy. So it's going to cut down the turbulence. It'll probably make it a little bit safer too. The new design promises to bring that figure down to potentially just 18%. So what that does is, yes, it brings racing a lot closer, brings overtakes a lot more frequently, and makes it significantly safer because at those speeds, you kind of need that downforce to keep you on the ground. Check and that thing this out. is an awesome picture, by the way, with all the drivers around it. So, of course, this is F1's version, like the company's version of it. Each one can kind of make their own tweaks as long as they stay within the rules. And of course, they have their own power units and stuff like that. So cool. So the underneath of the car has also been reworked as well creating deep underfloor tunnels to promote downforce and the wheel size also jumps from the current 13 inch wheels all the way to 18 inches interesting and also reintroduces I didn't realize they were running on 13s yeah wow and also reintroduces wheel covers and small winglets over the wheels to again prevent any sort of dirty air. That thing looks awesome. It's pretty cool. Like look at, and they also uh, redesigned the rear wing as well. So crazy looking. They went with the gooseneck attachment. Look at
1: that. Yeah, that's fantastic. Huh. So awesome. I want to see one of those things moving. Me too. Yeah. Well, we are right.
0: More on that later. That is it for today's episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and check us out on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Anthony Siffle. And with that, have an excellent rest of your week.
1: Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll catch you later. Peace out.